0: Oh, I forgot to hit record. Ah, oh, I'm gonna hit record now. I'm again. Ah, oh, I'm not even gonna edit it out. So here we go. I'm gonna redo the intro. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Eastern Kentucky's only America's only AI powered podcast. Today we have Spencer from SB Mowing We're gonna kind of get to know him a little bit better. See what he's all about. We see his uh, videos all over the nine million views of uh, edge, and, edge and yards and different things. So we're gonna see what he's about. Get his backstory. If you want to see uh, a brief conversation i have with him go check out my live stream from about a week or two ago um let's see what else that's about it we're gonna get straight into it i appreciate you guys hit the like button hit the subscribe button his links if you don't know which you probably already do will be in the description below so i appreciate you guys hit all the buttons hit the like button go hit all his buttons and it helps just stroke the ego so with that here we go spencer from sb moen how are you sir
1: I'm doing pretty good. We uh we had a little confusion on the timing because yeah. we're different time zones and we yeah. didn't you're, you're <laughs> we didn't realize it at first. That's what but... that is.
0: You're in the <laughs> you're in the wrong one. And and, the, and to cut that <laughs> off, I do a whole intro and don't even hit record. I just assume that it's just, it's gonna hit record. But today's, <laughs> today's been a good day. I hope you I hope you've had a good day.
1: I've had a great day. I traveled a little bit today and got to see uh, my best friend. Um, they had a baby over the weekend, so got to meet the baby for the first time, so that was cool. Truly um,
0: really a blessing. It's like baby having season. I got, one, I got another baby coming here in a few months. <laughs> and I turn around Adam Devine just had a baby, I believe, so yeah. to them. congratulations to your friend. You just spent quite a bit of time with Juggernaut. What happened there?
1: Yes. So, um, you know, I was just talking to him on the phone one day and I'm like, yeah, I can't wait for the grass to start growing. You know, I'm, I'm ready to start making videos again, ready to start my business up again. I'm just, I, I'm ready for it. I'm sick of the dead season. So, um, he's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually going cause I was supposed to go to, to, uh, Louisville with him cause he was giving away a mower there. Yeah. And I was actually there initially, um, with him at GIE where we found the guy to give the mower to. So he kind of wanted me to do that with him, but I ended up being busy during that time, so didn't get to go do that. But he actually went to his parents' house in um, a very small town in Arkansas um, to go do some power washing videos. He asked if I wanted to come down for a few days and knock and just knock some out with him because power washing there is like nothing that we have here in Kansas. It's like everything's black, everything's dirty, everything's moldy and green. And
0: I've seen some here, of the videos, man. You guys, yeah, it's, you guys got a lot. Done. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we were working, I I was there probably about, I think I was there seven days, and I think every day we worked 10 to 12 hours. It was very, like, we, we got a lot of work done, helped a lot of people out, um, got a lot of videos recorded, so it was cool.
0: Yeah, I think that's awesome. And what's kind of cool where, like, where I've known uh, Juggernaut, or I've known Kevin for quite a while, cu- quite a few years before, you know, and uh, I was talking to you guys, then, and then I seen that you guys also teamed up with... Uh, uh it's his turf uh yes Blake like Hawthorne and uh Fall River hey, Kevin yeah yep. Kevin from Fall River now are you into the a lot of the pressure washing stuff too or is that something that you're kind of adding in because I was going back on your channel and it seems like seven eight months ago is kind of when you're either your channel started it's when you started documenting your journey on 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 the YouTube yeah
1: channel. Yeah, I started just, yeah, probably, I think it was the very end of August is when I kind of uploaded my first video, so I didn't have very long at the end of the season, and then I kind of went into, you know, the dry season, so I haven't been been able to upload much, and you know, pressure washing has kind of been there. Um, I got a pressure washer from from Hustler. They sent me one. Um, That's awesome. Are you
0: up with Hustler then,
1: or...? Maybe
0: we'll see. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, that's something we ain't gonna talk about then, right there. That's that's awesome. Well, here's from my end. You, I don't want you to respond to this, but I hope that you do work out a deal with Hustler. I like what you're doing. Uh, I talked to you a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you, you're getting married, so with congratulations on that. Hopefully, thank after you, that, you, you guys will soon be having babies, which is which is truly a blessing. So, <laughs> you your whole journey, you're only in your early twenties, and, and we'll get into your um, kind of your backstory here in a little yeah. bit but uh with the pressure washing what do you think of it what what because you've been like you're a young guy but you've been mowing grass and doing doing it business wise for quite a few years since in early high school and we'll touch into that more here in a couple minutes but what do you think of the pressure washing end of business now that you're kind of getting started
1: yeah so i haven't actually done it for business yet i've just been doing the, the kind of free cleanups for videos and stuff that's still business um yeah yeah it is business (laughs) but yeah it's it's a lot different it's a lot easier at least so far just the machine does all the work for you you don't really got to move that much just kind of hold it in its spot and go um it's really satisfying um the only thing i don't like about it it's it 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 adds a lot of curb appeal to the home as does like uh, mowing down tall grass um it also you know once that algae gets wet, um, it gets really slippery. Um, Uh And so that's definitely adding a lot for the homeowner. But I don't know, I'm not as satisfied with the jobs, I feel like the jobs aren't as transforming as you know, taking five foot tall grass and crazy overgrown edges and completely cleaning that up compared to just cleaning up a sidewalk or a driveway.
0: I can Excuse me. I can, I can definitely understand that. A lot of my audience is more see you, what's beautiful about what you guys are doing is you guys are tackling the uh, ASMR style, transitional style, transformation. Yeah. Uh, my, my general audience is more into like the uh, starting, starting a business and what's kind of cool yes. where, where I'm at in my journey. I had a falling out with a couple people before and a life got in the way, you know how it is. So I'm kind of starting mm-hmm. out brand new in a brand new area with pretty much nothing other than a pressure washer. And what I think is kind of cool is like, I know you and uh, Kevin are on a different path, but like the content that I'm putting out right now is I'm, uh, i I'm doing it for business and YouTube, but Mm -hmm. the content that I'm putting out is quite aligned with what you guys are doing. So I'm looking around and I get to see all this, uh, all this uh, pressure washing videos and I love it. And the good thing about pressure washing for someone new start in business or anything is the overhead is so much lower versus you can throw it in the back of your trunk if you had to, but back of your yeah. car, it's so the overhead's right there. Once you get the machine, you might spend a thousand dollars on a machine, but once you get it, you know, I mean, the overhead's so much lower. The risk there, see, I'm looking at like weekly mowing because I'm working in a factory still. With weekly mowing, the risk and chances of something going wrong are so much higher from there weekly versus doing a landscape project whether edging everything out or something doing landscape stuff i'm there only a few times versus every week the chances of something Mm. going wrong are so much higher i don't i don't know you got anything to riff on that or no
1: yeah i feel you on that and like what's really nice about pressure washing is that like you can upsell a lot of things like there's there's driveways sidewalks like blah 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 you can do house washing roof washing Um, and like a lot of that's just like soft washing. So you're, you know, spraying chemical up there and you're not doing much besides that. Yeah. And that's super easy that way. Um, but I do love my weekly mom because it's, um, very, um,
0: reoccurring income
1: reoccurring income. (laughs) So that's really nice. Um, I actually don't do, um, almost any landscape stuff. I will for some people, but,
0: and and another thing I want to talk, I want to go back into pressure washing here in a second, but we're still riffing on stuff. Um, there's a lot of guys, and and you, have you been following YouTube for a few years, or have you just kind of just started posting content? So, or- um,
1: so I've been, uh, I like to call myself a uh, a YouTube addict. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, um, you, okay, I would, I, I still do. I watch YouTube all the time, too much than I should. TikTok as well. Okay, um, but yeah, I think that's what kind of really uh helped me get going on YouTube quick, is I kind of knew what what i liked a lot and i kind of just did it so implemented it.
0: okay well yeah. th- that perfect because i consider myself uh, the uh, same way you do, at but i have noticed a lot of guys especially in the uh, lawn care landscaping and uh, business side of it starting a business mm-hmm. how to do this how to do it um a lot of guys will look down on the weekly mowing and i'm getting aggravated at it i it's too much to comment and you don't really understand it but a lot of guys that say well you can start out mowing then move into the landscape installs and landscape design as if like there's something wrong with weekly mowing and that's it there's nothing wrong yeah. with doing weekly mowing because someone's got to do it and you can still charge a premium rate and you got mm-hmm. reoccurring income every single week versus you might do a $5,000 install, but I don't know it's for me and where I'm at, what I do, I like the weekly mowing and, and the, and also the soft watch and stuff too. Is you got anything to say on that? Have you noticed anybody talking kind of down on the weekly mowing?
1: Yeah. I've seen people like a lot. Cause I'm in, I don't know, a few of the big Facebook groups, the lawn care on our Facebook groups. Oh, I and... them. <laughs> I just see people post all the time, like, "Oh, we only do weekly to uh, to keep our employees busy. We don't make any money off of it. Yeah. Um, like, we're just in it for the for the big landscaping jobs." But like for me, like, I'm I'm all weekly mowing. Like, I'm all residential too. I don't like. I mean, I do. I guess kind of a com- a couple commercial gigs, but nothing super huge. Um, but what I really like about it is that you know, getting into the residential, it's so easy to train employees to a residential yard you know you go around the perimeter you edge you, like like one guy edges one guy weed eats uh, the other guy does it with the mower whoever gets done first blows off and then you, you, you like you go and and like with these big like one time five ten thousand dollar landscaping job like you you've, you've kind of got to know what you're doing or at least have someone there that that really knows what they're doing to um really do a good job
0: yeah or so. just uh tom dick and harry off the street which It probably shouldn't be doing that when you're mowing grass anyway but if you needed a guy in a pinch yeah you could almost just about pull anybody now what i didn't realize whenever my i i started my youtube channel a couple years ago when i first started my first business venture and i didn't i thought i knew how to mow grass and i thought Mm -hmm. i knew how to run a weed eater it wasn't until i realized like oh my gosh i'm an idiot i don't know what i'm doing but uh, yeah so a lot of guys, the training aspect is so much easier versus now, with the knowledge that I have, I would still not feel very comfortable going and doing a landscape install without double checking myself. now imagine you're only making twelve bucks an hour, fifteen bucks an hour for a guy who's just
1: mm-hmm.
0: and 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 this is what me and uh me and uh Matt the long hair, little guy he's mm-hmm. awesome dude everybody listening go back and check out that interview uh subscribe to his channel uh he is awesome. Like the way he treats his employees, the way he talks about his employees and the leadership. I don't see true leadership. So f- yet, you know, I haven't talked to anybody that's like a true leader. I think Matt is probably one of them guys. That's like a true leader. He's just truly, I wish he could post more content, but what he's doing, you know, he don't really mm-hmm. have the time, time to yeah. do. Now, what do you think about uh, residential versus commercial? Have you made a mistake jumping into a lot of commercial work?
1: Um, you know, a big thing about it, which I know this is going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. Um, I hate contracts. Um, I don't do any contracts on any of my residential stuff. Um, I mean, I've, I've built up, you know, good relationships with all my, my residential guys and they know I'm going to be there every week. They know, um, it's, it's going to be the same price every week. They know I'm going to take care of them. Um, I don't have to go get people to sign, a uh, twenty five to what thirty five week contracts, something like that um tying them down um especially like you know i've i've had people lose lose jobs and stuff and say hey i can't i can't pay you right now are you able to you know keep mowing me for a couple of weeks and i can get you the money then i'm like yeah I can do that yeah. um i i've honestly i've never i mean i've been mowing for i think it's been like eleven years now i've never had a single problem with people paying me um, I think it's just like, as you present yourself and as you build relationships with the customers, um, the contract doesn't really matter. Um, but with commercial, it definitely does matter more on that side.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I thought whenever, cause I was, I was U- a- avid YouTube addict whenever I first started my business. That's go back, going back years ago, geek to freaks one that inspired yep. me to start my, uh. My whole business venture, I, it failed through like 2013 era, 2012, and then fast forward to 2018, 19 or whatever, whenever I started my YouTube channel, that's when I started my business. So I thought that I wanted to take the big, I thought I wanted a bunch of trucks. I thought I wanted mm-hmm. all these employees and all these big contracts. And it wasn't until I got into these big contracts. I took on a 31 acres of a cemetery that had four commercial schools and I had a couple of other commercial accounts, businesses and stuff, and I was spread so thin, but I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't, and they expect, like you sign your name on it. There is no leeway. Like maybe there is with some other contracts, but these guys look at you like, I don't know. I really liked my residential accounts because I could work later in the evenings. Uh, I could work out a deal with them. Hey, I'm running a little bit behind. Let me do this or this. And they say, okay, cool. Yeah, no problem. Take it. They understand life versus my business. Yeah when I was doing these contracts, man, it was just such a, it was such a, I had to mow in the rain. I had, I had to get these accounts done. It was such a mess. And to speak on, I, I got a video coming out here in a day or two talking about mentors, not gurus, not life coaches, but <laughs> mentors, true people who really care about you. So if anybody paying attention, hit my, hit the like button and, and the subscribe button in this video and make sure you're notified for the next upcoming videos. Cause I, I, I talk real in that. Cause I had people telling me, Hey man, uh, you're you're spread too thin. You're gonna fail. Something's and they weren't being mean, but I my ego, I couldn't. I was yep. like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> so yeah, I completely feel you on the uh, commercial end of it, cause I I went down that road. I put all my eggs in one basket. Bam, black swan, COVID hits. They hire yep. maintenance guys to do it, and it was like, oh my gosh! So everything around me started crumbling, and I got guys saying, "You told me you are gonna pay me six hundred a week. You told me you were gonna pay me four hundred a week." <laughs> Dude, I no way, man! This next, next ne- this next go around, me and Kayla's already talked. Kayla's my wife, my late my, my fiance. Um, we put God first in our firm, our business, and I actually involve her and stuff before. I never Mm -hmm. did that. And this is maybe repeating for the, for my audience, but it's something I want to drill into everybody listening. If you start your business and you think you're doing it all by yourself and you don't involve your family, you're not present as a father. You're not present as a man, as a leader, you're going to fail. If you don't put God first and keep your family involved and you're not present with your family, what's the point of even being in a business?
1: Exactly. Yep. So Um, and
0: already going on a rant.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> I kind of like that direction you're going in. Cause like, I feel like a lot of, at, at least I've, um, I've experienced this, just business like will consume your life. Um, if it, like, if you don't include your family and your life and your business, like you're not going to have a life, you're not going to have friends, you're not going to have a good relationship, um, like relationships with anybody. Um, and so, yeah, there's definitely a, a, a very good, um, I would say just balance of having your business and your life. Um so that's something I didn't
0: understand because I was listening to these more. I don't want to insult anybody. I was listening to these guys <laughs> and these life coach style people. And I was reading these books versus turning to scripture, which whatever, mm-hmm. but that's what helped me. But I was reading these books and uh, listening to these Tony Robbins or Gary V type people. And there's hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. Yep. I only sleep three, four hours a day tops. Um, I'm up before the summer and I work. I'm the last first one in, last one out. I'm like, that's what I need to do. And I did that. But guess what is like my one year old child, it became two and then two Mm -hmm. and I missed so much and it put so much stress. My lady was not happy with me. She didn't know what was going on. i was gone all day long, either working or at my shop or if I'm not at my shop, I'm at home in my office Mm -hmm. making YouTube videos or going invoice, you know, business stuff. And I put so much into it. It was like, what do you do? Like, the reason that I started my business in the first place was to make more money, have financial freedom, be able to take off when I wanted to. And none of that happened. Yeah, the money yeah. happened, but the money wasn't, the money wasn't. It doesn't
1: there. fix all that. It, yeah. Yeah. And
0: it, it made no difference.
1: Yeah. And like, yeah, I've been in that same boat, um, you know, where I was just chasing, just chasing dollars and, um, I mean, I just graduated from college. Um, uh, I went to K State and so I just graduated in 2021. And those entire four years, every every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was driving back home like two and a half hours to go like hustle and mow. And like and um, the other Monday through Thursdays, I was like, I was getting all my schoolwork done. Like I was working at at school as well. And so I had no time for my girlfriend, no time for my friends. Um, I missed out on a lot due to that, and I I look back. I'm like, man, I wish I could redo that Um, because you know, like I'm I'm not going to have that college exp- experience again. I'm not going to see my friends as much again. Um,
0: those are the, it's so important that that's a message that we don't hear. And I know maybe was talking about it in the podcast where a lot of people, a lot of people just want to watch the whatever. This message won't reach as many people as I want it to, but it's so yeah. important what you're saying because anybody can have a business but not everybody can be a good father. Not everybody can be yep. a good husband and not everybody can be a good friend. You got to strike that, that beautiful balance. And if you don't, you can, you're just going to be the jerk who owns a business. You know, you're yep. going to be that, yep. that boss that doesn't understand. And no one wants to be that, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like, you don't like when I think about it, like when I die, I don't want my, my kids and my family remembering me as the person that was just, you know, never around because I always had to work, uh, never got to spend time with them, never got to play games with them, never really got to know me because of work. I want them to um, like I want to leave a like a lasting impact on people, you know, right. and I've got this. Uh, I don't know if you can see it, but okay. I've got this quote on my wall that I really like. It says um, we have two lives and the second begins when we realize we only have one.
0: Oh, yeah. OK, I like that yeah um and
1: and that rings different for different people but like for me when i heard that um it it really really rang with me because i was kind of in that in that period where i'm like dude this really sucks like i don't want to waste my life you know chasing dollars obviously it's important to be successful and it's important to be financially free and um, have that freedom and happiness but like i think especially me like i (laughs) i can get really wound up in it and go overboard so
0: yeah, because I totally totally hundred percent agree. I have I have I have an addictive personality and once I get locked yep. onto something, I'm full bore into it. And uh I yes, I know exactly what you're saying, but you Yeah, mean, and go ahead, go ahead.
1: I think I've listened to podcasts where um just on um actually it was uh Jordan Peterson and he, he was just talking about how just men you know, generally men, um, are more like they love items and things more, um, and women love people and like, um, experiences more. And so I've really seen that with like me and my friends and like all the guys that I know that have been like doing their own business. Um, especially like I've talked about this a lot with my brother-in-law cause he's in, um, he's in real estate and, um he's kind of been going through the same thing that I went through where you know we just come to this re- this realization that it's not worth it i'd rather be happy than be insanely wealthy and not have anything else in my life
0: <laughs> right and, and and the point that's a very good point uh, what's the at the end of it what's the point about wealth if you don't have someone to share it with or what's the point yeah. of any of it so i i totally understand what you're talking about now your fiance now, is she involved in your uh, media business or your landscaping business?
1: No, she is not. We actually live. So she stayed in the college town that I just moved back from. Because so we met in high school and then um, I'm a year older than her. So I graduated high school and went to K-State and she ended up going to K-State, too. So, and she graduated a year early. So we got to graduate in, in, in 2021 together. But she got a job up there, and then I came back down here to continue my, my my YouTube and my lawn care business, and um, so I've I actually just bought a house here in October. So once once uh, we get married, she's probably gonna end up either transferring down here or quitting and completely.
0: Hopefully, she can
1: helping change. me with with lawn care and um, YouTube, which would be kind of cool.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I want. Uh, me and Kayla has been talking a lot about of like uh, taking. Like, of so my okay, I got like 200 videos, so like, I want to get my TikTok mm-hmm. up and going be a little bit better. I can take clips, just little 20 second, 10 second clips of working and throw them on there. So, it's yeah, Billy, but I want to teach her. It's what me and her has been talking about is uh, showing her how to like edit and uh, do different things because you know, it's not fair, you know, it's just not fair to your significant other whenever you're staring at a computer or you're, or you're behind a walk behind all day long. And that's your whole yep. life. And it's, just I don't know. I know we got on a tangent, but I think, I think it's, I think it was important and I yeah. think a lot of people needed to hear it. because You know, you got all these life coaches out here telling you to hustle and grind all day long. Not one of them's telling them, Hey, stop, you know, that hundred dollars, what's more important? watching your kids graduate or going to get that dollar bill. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a fine balance. There's a fine balance. I'm not saying there isn't, but you mentioned college. What the, what'd you go to school for?
1: Uh, so I went to school for computer science. Um, graduated as a computer scientist. Um, did a couple internships. One at Spirit Air Systems here in Wichita. And then um, another one for a small company called Every Dose, which is kind of a medication management app. And they're based in Chicago. So I did a remote internship for them my last semester and then went full time with them um, in May. And ended up just realizing it's kind of not exactly what i wanted to do um i like the the whole computer science stuff but dude i'm an i'm an entrepreneur i don't like working for other people yeah. <laughs> i like i like working for myself and um my youtube started taking off there in uh september and so it was kind of kind of my key um to getting out it was very risky um, especially going into the off season but um you know, I talked with my like all my family I talked with my fiance I'm like hey this is what I really want to do I think I can really like hit it up, hit it out of the park and I think like this is what's going to make me really happy
0: so whenever so, so let's, let's continue on the same trajectory of because I want to get your backstory too but let's continue down this YouTube journey you, mm-hmm. said, you mentioned that you were kind of a YouTube addict like myself um you knew you've already been in long care since you were a young, a youngster. So you already had a mm-hmm. business. You already know you like it. You like being an entrepreneur. You wanted to go to college to do the right thing probably. Um, mm-hmm. so you are check that off your list. So now you're working on your media business as an entrepreneur. Um, are you going to just continue with the same style? Are you going to, what's your goal? What's the plan with the media company?
1: Um, I think I, I will kind of continue with the same style for now. Um, I mean right when the season was leaving off it was doing killer for me like I think it got like 20 million views in like I don't know some like 3 months or something. That's yeah,
0: really amazing. 3 or 4 months. With what you did? Yeah.
1: Well like, but, yeah, it's it's it still seems like a dream to me. Like it really What
0: does 9 million views feel like? Like what is that what what happens at that point? What what is that like?
1: <laughs> um you spend hours at your computer answering comments all day every day until <laughs> You get, and and your fiance is doing the same thing for you and, and, and just two and a half hours away and you do that until you can't function anymore.
0: <laughs> that is, that is awesome. so like, did you, cons- whenever you is considering starting a YouTube channel, did you kind of know you want to do the transformational ASMR style or did you kind of think you wanted to do the kind of stuff like I do the more vlog business style landscape pressure watch, you know, the more traditional. Yeah. Stuff?
1: Well. I knew I wanted to go do the transformation stuff. Um, a big one because, you know, I saw Top Notch doing real well. Right. And I'm like, um, and like, I've been watching him for a while. And then I went and bought a skag from my dealer for the first time. I got my big boy mower. There you go. And um, he's like, yeah, Top Notch actually, he gets his mowers here. I'm like, really? He's from around here? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he looks like, over in this area or whatever i'm like that's crazy he literally lives like 25 minutes away from me and yeah i just saw him having a bunch of success i'm like you know why can't i do this like i do i do mowing stuff i mean it's it's a lot harder work than i thought it would be um takes a lot longer is like takes a lot of grit um i don't think people realize how long some of those videos take to make
0: no I've seen one of your videos is like two something hours long. And I was like, uh, what do you think about that? Having the super duper long videos that will crash your computer versus <laughs> editing it all down and having, you know, a, a 20 to 30 minute video of cutting a five yeah. you know, foot grab. What do you think of the difference in that?
1: So I think Top Knots and Juggernaut have some two hour videos. I think my longest is like 45 minutes. Um, I personally prefer, you know, anywhere from like 13 minutes to like 30 minutes, just cause like, I don't like watching a 45 minute YouTube video. Or I, I don't even nearly watch the whole thing. I'll skip through parts of it and just maybe watch it for five, 10 minutes maybe. Um, so I'm kind of more on the shorter side of videos, more like, as I said, 13 to 25, 30 minutes ish. Yeah. That's more, um, but,
0: it's more digestible. You can flip through it if you want get there. Yeah. You know, it, I, I totally, I totally, uh, 100% agree. I like Top Notch a lot. I've been watching his channel.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Brian's a cool dude. He is such a genuine guy. So,
0: yeah. I reached out to him a few years ago when I first started this podcast. And it was, I was like 2020, 2019. And uh, that was a time where I was going to drive out to Oklahoma to see Kevin and Acme Mo, And I was going to make the loop in mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Kansas uh era but i just never ended up going but he he was super cool he's like yeah man you come on out here i'll give you my address i'm like okay you don't know me i'm just a <laughs> guy from the internet but okay but it just never worked out and then i haven't reached back out to him so I, i'd like to actually reach back out to him and uh and at least do it through zoom because him and, and you you know you guys got uh you guys don't, you guys have so much more to offer than just uh, showing everybody how to t- cut tall grass. You, your voices are more beautiful and you got a better story <laughs> than that, but I get the, I get it too. You know, and with, yeah. with Brian is, he's been doing it for years. He's done the same style of videos I've done and he built mm-hmm. up a huge channel doing that. And so when yeah. he got into the transformational stuff and I think that's a natural progression, like when Kevin, uh, when Kevin started doing his thing, uh, and it inspired everybody else. I was like, man, it's so beautiful because it's opened up our community to where, yeah, um, it's to to the whole world now. You know what I mean? It's
1: it's it's, it's yeah, it's it's crazy. I love. Yeah, that. and there's like there's like people in I know there's a couple dudes in Australia doing it, like all over the U.S. I know there's some in Europe. Like it's it's insane. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's good for me because I. I've been talking to Kevin off and on for about a year or so about me. he has been trying to push me to do it. And I just, that's not my thing. You know, I don't, but I'm trying to carve out my niche. We're doing the simple little vlogs and the, and the Mm -hmm. podcast forum. I keep pushing him like, Hey man, this, you know, so it's kind of beautiful. It's beautiful because all more eyeballs that get on you and, and Brian and uh, the guy from Florida and, and, and Kevin, the more eyeballs that you bring in, the more eyeballs that I have of, you know, I have a chance to reach as well throughout this medium. Yeah, You guys could be inspiring. Just some city kid who's never didn't even know this is what's beautiful about it. That no one else understands what you guys are reaching is more of the ASMR crowd, which gets in the for you pages and, and it, it hits all the top pages quick. So some city kid, who probably gonna go to a factory he maybe let's say he's from boston he has no Mm -hmm. idea that he can start his own business but he sees these rednecks like you guys just out there doing your own thing (laughs) you know what i mean and then he and then he stumbles on maybe like somebody else's channel and learns how to build a business and it can exactly be an entrepreneur it's beautiful it's great i love it i love everything you guys are doing i'd love it
1: yeah yeah it's it's cool and like yeah I've, i've had tons of guys like young kids 16 17 18 reach out to me and be like hey I really want to start this. What should I do? Um, I've even had a phone call with a couple of people, like just, just curious about it. And yeah, it's, it's, it's super cool. There's this one kid in Texas that his name is Tate. He he just graduated high school, started his lawn care business, uh, was working on getting equipment. And at that same time he won my, uh, I did a 50,000 subscriber giveaway. And he got like a, the edger. And, yeah, he got an edger and a trimmer and stuff. And, um, yeah, he uh and he's been using it since he uh, he was really happy for that. And so I'm glad I could kind of give back to just get back to the community a little bit doing that. So that was cool.
0: So are you planning on doing something big? Uh we'll talk about that later if you get to the hundred thousand. <laughs> I ca- okay, now I'm kind of seeing where everything's going. We'll we'll move on to that. So what's kind of your backstory then? When did you start your business? How what's your what's your life story?
1: Yeah, so um grew up in Wichita Kansas my entire life um i mean went away to manhattan kansas about two and a half hours away for school for four years but i'm back here now um but yeah so i started i've always been like i've always been an entrepreneur even like when i'm super super young my my mom would i remember we had like one really bad year of like grasshoppers for some reason and they were like destroying all of our bushes and stuff and like eating all the leaves and everything and i remember she paid me like um, it was like a dime or something per grasshopper I caught or whatever, in like this little cage. I, I think I made like ten bucks or something. But and then we didn't kill them though. We went and went <laughs> released them like in a field, like a couple miles away or something. But um, and then I would always go shovel neighbors' driveways as a kid. Um, this one time I was in uh, Seattle visiting my aunt and uncle and. They uh, rented this small house for us out on the San Juan Islands out there. And the Pacific Ocean is cold. It was like, it's, I don't know, maybe like 50 degrees when I was there or something. And my aunt told me, she's like, hey, I'll give you a dollar. If you go out there and go neck deep, I'll give you a dollar for every minute. You can stay in there.
0: I I
1: was in there for like six or seven minutes. I'm like, I'm going to make 20 bucks. Yeah. (laughs) and um. Yeah, I was in there for like six six or seven minutes and my face started turning blue. So she paid me twenty bucks to get out. <laughs> wow, but gorgeous. yeah, that from I mean, when I was really little, I would my parents were renting a a duplex and I'd go steal little rocks out of the uh out of the garden and um go sell them on the side of the street for five cents, ten cents or something. You're
0: a, you've been a hustler since since you're a wee little
1: yeah and did the lemonade stands all grown up and everything that was fun but yeah i got into mowing my i think i was in sixth grade my my best friend chris he was the one that actually just had the baby um him and i you know we we just always try to find just stuff to make money just 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 side jobs to do as a kid um we got one gig hanging Christmas lights, which was kind of weird um, because the old man that <laughs> ended up doing it or letting us do it ended up being a pedophile, which is a whole oh, different story. <laughs> <geez>. <laughs>
0: but um, <laughs> you made it out safely, I hope.
1: You know, yes. Um, but yeah, we would just go knock on some neighbors' doors, and you know, we we probably knocked on a hundred doors, and no one wanted these little kids mowing their grass. Yeah. Um, and we finally convinced this this older couple to to let us mow is just down the street from his house. So I went and spent the night at his house that night and we were so excited. We're up all night a job. and we're like making, yeah, we're just like making the plan. Like, like we still talk about this, how we're just laying in bed. Like, dude, I can't wait. Like, I can't believe we got this. Like, here's how it's going to work. You're going to mow this part. I'm going to do this part. Like we planned the whole thing out the night before for this one 45 minute job or whatever. Yeah. And we're just so excited. And you know, we got to, the actual job in the morning and we used his dad's equipment and his dad had this little I don't even know what it was a crappy push mower from Walmart. It's probably like fifty dollar push mower. And it made the grass look horrible. Like it it didn't mulch up that well at all. And it it looked so bad. And then he ended up mowing half the neighbor's front yard on accident. And so um the old man had to go ask that, that lady if we could just finish her front yard. So we did that for free. Yeah, and he, he ended up letting us use his, uh, his push mower so um, from then on out.
0: Pity
1: on you. Yeah, so he he took some pity on us and he was letting us use his push mower, which was a really nice Honda or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of how we got started. And then from there, we started to... Um, my dad let us use his push mower, which was self-propelled, and then um, his weed eater and stuff. And, you know, we just started slowly building up clients i think maybe we got up got something like i don't know eight eight nine ten weeklies and you know one week his dad would drive us there and drop us off the next week my dad would do it um it was quite a while before we got to drive but after a couple years of doing that um his his brother actually started to try to convince him to ditch me and do it on his own And so he got this whole thing in his head that it's his business. He's like, man, I've just, I've got to let you go, man. (laughs) And he just, he like kept trying to fire me from our business as like a seventh grader or whatever. (laughs) So,
0: yeah, I just kind of. Hold on, hold on, because that is a beautiful lesson. That anybody can apply at any point. If it if it happens at young entrepreneurs, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth grade. <laughs> now I know exactly what that's like. So when you guys <laughs> build it together, that's why a lot of people say the only ships that don't sail are partnerships. But you guys was able to work through and partner through it though, right?
1: Kind of. So I actually like it, it got to the point where he made a deal with one of our clients to where because we were using my dad's equipment. So he made a deal with one of our clients where he would buy him a mower and a wheelie or whatever, and he'd mow his lawn to pay it off. Wow. And so he started doing the lawns without me. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. Like ah. you just have these lawns. I'll go start my own. And so we were kind of a, uh, uh, not, not very good friend for maybe not a few months after that, but we, we came around. I mean, yeah we're still best friends to this day and, and
0: partnership. Or that's a beautiful yeah. issue that happened in your partnership because you're still friends with that's what makes it beautiful. But a lot of people want, it's easiest way to get started in in business. If you come mm-hmm. from a world that you don't, maybe you don't have a whole lot of money and that's the kind of similar world I came from. So I had to partner mm-hmm. up whenever I started, I didn't have a mower and I still don't have a mower and you know, partnerships don't end yep. well, you know, just it don't, you know, I mean, take my situation, I'm I'm emptied out. And, you know, a lot of it that, that don't matter. But what do you say to the guy that's maybe considering a partnership or, um, or, or in one currently? What do you what do you say to them
1: guys? You know, I, I have seen partnerships work out. Um, but it's in a very specific way. Um, the only time I've seen them work out and work out well, is if, you know, you form a legal entity, you both own 50, exactly 50% of it and you both have an an operating agreement that specifically writes out every single thing that you're gonna do and every single thing that the other person's gonna do. You both agree on that beforehand and you you just have good communication with each other. Cause I feel like a lot of people just do not have good communication and like they start gossiping on the other person to other people and then it just starts getting under their skin and it builds up like a time bomb and just explodes. Man, so <laughs>
0: you're so you're so right on all that, so continue with your story, so you guys kind of you kind of you know your guys are still young, you're probably you're obviously still in high school at this time, so you decide you're gonna start your own little business and he's gonna go his own way,
1: yeah, so i uh yeah, that kind of happened. I got like one or two in my neighborhood um was pushing my dad's lawnmower down the street for like i don't know half a season just doing those two and slowly started to build up from there um, just you know through people um, through people I knew, through my current clients, through people they knew. Um, and yeah, my dad would drive me to everyone, drop me off, come back in an hour, pick me up. <laughs> um, so once I w- once I was able to actually get a truck is when my business started to actually take off because I could do things on my own kind of um, or once I was able to drive, my dad lent me his truck to use. Was that sophomore but, year or somewhere around there? Yeah, somewhere around there. So, I probably was just, you know, pushing them around the neighborhood. My dad was driving me around for two or three years probably. So um,
0: you turned the heat up sophomore, junior, senior year. What happened in them years?
1: Yeah, so I, I really turned the heat up then. Um, I was push mowing for a long time. Um, I think maybe my, my sophomore, junior year, I was push mowing, like, everything. Um, you know, zero turns are expensive, and then you had to get trailer along with it, and um, I wanted to get my first car and stuff like that. Um, so just grinding through that. Um and it really started taking off that uh let's go back a little bit. I think I had through those years of push mowing maybe maybe 10 clients. So not a lot, but I mean I was I was in school full time. I just go out all all day on the weekends um mowing, just getting stuff done. And then finally, um, I think it was maybe the end of my junior year um, I found it was like a family friend selling an old hustler zero turn it was a fast track 42 inch um, real old hour meter didn't work nothing I mean it ran fine they worked good um, I didn't have the money for it but my dad always wanted a zero turn mower I'm like hey dad you've got this good deal um you know if you bought this um, I could I could use it for my business and like you know give you half the money back we can like split it or whatever and he's and so we went and looked at it and we went ahead and bought it and went to harbor freight and got a the cheapest fold-up trailer i could find to put it on um and that's really when things started to take off for me i uh started using that thing and that really really sped up my yards oh my gosh yeah an man. hour yard now took me 20 minutes <laughs> and so uh yeah so so throughout my senior year and and summer before and after my senior year, I was using that. And I don't know, growing up to 15, 20, 25 clients. Um, but the biggest, uh, the biggest part was going to college. Cause you know, I'm, I was driving two and a half hours, so I wasn't there during the week to do anything. So I had to get everything done, you know, Friday evenings, all day Saturday, Sunday after church. Yeah. Um, so that, turned to me getting some employees. Um, so that was kind of another transition period from me solo with, um, you know, driving back every weekend, you know, yeah, it was just way too much for me. Down
0: a little bit whenever, whenever they're kind of away, but you just decided to keep, keep running, but you knew that you wasn't going to be able to, yeah, that's really awesome that you was able to delegate and uh, still get more work done without even, you saw back, yeah. but
1: yeah i still came back and i was probably doing the same amount of work but i had employees to help me to continue scaling up um my brother started on as my first employee um still working with me today um he's just about to graduate high school so um and then i have two other it actually my my friend chris the guy that kicked me out of our business <laughs> we uh i hired his two brother-in-laws so <laughs> I've got okay. three guys working for me now, but Does they've just slow. No. Hmm. Um, he only had had it going for maybe a year or two afterwards.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, it, it is what it is. <laughs> okay. So you're in college. You're driving back. You, are, you, you, you picked up a couple of employees and you still have some of these guys with you today. Um, yep. I, I bet that was hard going to school and coming back every week. You said it's about two-hour drive, but there's probably a lot of times you didn't want to make that trip. And obviously you ain't got
1: to do it, but yeah, I hate that trip. (laughs) I mean, it's it's not bad now. It, it goes by quick after doing it so many times, but like, like, as I said, you know, I was doing school on top of that and I was doing, you know, computer science, which is a a hard degree, taking hard classes, um, trying to have a relationship with my fiance at the time, um, trying to, you know, be good with a bunch of my friends, you know, keep all my friendships rolling. I was also in an acapella group, oh, that's,
0: that's, <laughs> so
1: yeah, there was a, a lot of stuff I was doing, but um, I I wish I would have dialed it down a little bit, but um, I'm glad where I'm at today, you know, it, it helped me save up a little bit and um, get me closer to my financial freedom today, so. Right.
0: How'd you meet your, uh, how'd you meet your fiance?
1: So we're high school sweethearts. We met my senior year, her junior year, just, you know, through some friends. Uh, We kind of always saw each other in the hallway hours, thought thought she was cute and whatnot. Right. Um, But actually, that's kind of my first uh, big social media appearance appearance was um, when I asked her to prom after like three months of us dating. Um, I got four of my friends from choir, or or three of my friends from choir, and we did uh, a... billy joel's for the longest time but i i changed the words to go to prom with me so i was like oh go to prom with me and so i got all of the men's choir to block off the hallway in the school and a bunch of teachers and kids thought we were having a fight so a bunch of people were crying around or whatnot and then i had her friend like push her in the middle of it and we started singing to her and yeah, that that went viral on Twitter. I think it got like a couple hundred thousand views, or I oh, think I think it almost wow. got a million. But yeah, we ended up winning a radio contest, and uh, mm-hmm. I got like a free tux, and she got like a free like fifteen hundred dollars shopping spree to like this dress store. And do
0: you have a a uh, a Twitter following at the time, or was it just your simple couple hundred followers from people? Getting... No,
1: yeah, she put it up on her simple couple hundred followers, and it just blew up. <laughs>
0: That is so awesome. And you know, now anybody listening to this and I'm probably even going to get bored and go back and look for it. That's that. That's really funny. N- I never knew that. And I'm sure a lot of pe- people in your audience hadn't hadn't noticed that. So obviously yeah. she, said, she said, yeah. Oh, she, oh, oh. Yeah, she
1: said, yeah. And we went to prom and now we're getting married in a, in a few months. So.
0: Congratulations on that. That is so awesome. Yeah. So she already knows that you're a hustler. Uh, she has her college yep. degree. You have your college degree, so you the hard work's well, not really. Let's just say the hard work's done. The college stuff's done. So you're an entrepreneur. She knows it. So she knows the kind of like. Since summertime, you're gonna probably be gone. But she mm-hmm. knows. It. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's the hardest part in having relationships, especially when the female or significant other, rather, they they don't know that the, the how demanding the green energy. Oh yeah. Is. The green, yeah. Wow. Well good for you man I'm so proud. yeah that that's so awesome that you got such a good start from being a youngster coming up. I didn't know I really <laughs> like the uh the go to prom with this story that is so that yeah. is so awesome so
1: I thought about posting that video back on my youtube channel now
0: <laughs> at least do it as a short that would be that would be awesome so let's go to you you're watching YouTube you decide we kind of briefly touched into it you decide i want i wanna I wanna post my own content you know. Did you just, mm-hmm. um, did you delete, have any content before that you deleted or? I had you? none. So what we see from last all, August, that kind that of. That's everything
1: live. I've ever made. Yeah.
0: Did you do it with that? Uh, Sony, whatever camera there behind you, is that is that your rig that you?
1: N- no, I got that. Um, I'm actually starting a, uh, cause I'm I'm a big financial nerd. So I'm actually starting a personal finance channel. I've done a couple of videos as testing um, right. and I kind of want to get in into a flow so i got that for that yeah. um i use uh actually just bought one of these it's a it's, it's not a gopro but it's a it's a, a dji osmo action looks so like yeah, dji's that. gopro um bought one of these and got a cheap tripod from walmart <laughs> yeah
0: hey there ain't there ain't nothing wrong with that i like the financial end of stuff i used to i would i fell into the oh AMC's going to short squeeze and this and that and yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it ever did but uh i'd like to eventually t- there's a couple guys i'd like to talk to trying to get on the channel to talk about um uh, like investing and and bitcoin and um uh where, where the market's going because that's something that i don't know about but people in the industry health insurance is hard to do if you if you if you yes don't a business, it's, hard to, <laughs> it's hard to invest because you know most time you're working in a factory and you got a 401k you don't really have to worry but you got a pension you don't have to worry about it but real quick yes real quick.
1: i am a super nerd on investing and i'll actually link you to my channel i've got a big uh cryptocurrency um it, it's not a big video it's like a 10 minute video but yeah i'll uh i'll link that in here so you can check it out
0: yeah i'd like to come uh I I definitely do that. And then uh I'd like to eventually some other time we'll sit and we'll talk probably sit and talk um uh investing because it's it is important. I don't think maybe you can even do one of these videos. Well, you're already kind of working on it now, but I'm sure you're not targeting the uh the green industry. But at the same time, why not use your platform for that as well? Have you thought about yeah, I,
1: that I've never thought about specifically putting it towards the green green industry, but I think that'd be a re- Like, that's a good idea because, like, I feel like a lot of just small business owners, um, entrepreneurs, like, I don't think they understand the importance, like, how important it is to get your money in the market now. Uh, Let that, um, yeah, let that compound interest build. Um, You know, get in there as soon as you can. Get in there when you're 18 years old. if, If you guys haven't even, if you guys are just starting up your business or even if you're 30 years old, 40 years old, 50, like. The sooner you can get in there, like that's like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars when you retire. Like even like just putting in a couple thousand dollars now.
0: Yeah. What do you think of the what do you think of like Bitcoin and uh with the way the government okay, I see it. what do you think of Bitcoin and with uh what do you think the government's gonna do with it? Do you think they're gonna have a uh 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 a Fed coin or a Fed dollar that they're gonna move everything to?
1: Um I think they will. I don't think it'll be the, the same as Bitcoin, just because the the beauty of Bitcoin and, you know, Ethereum and um, all these cryptocurrencies is that they're, they're decentralized. So you don't have this, this central bank that says, hey, um, we're like, let's just print off all this money so that we can, you know, pay off this stuff or send a bunch of people stimulus checks or whatnot.
0: 40% and of all money was printed in 2021 or 2020, whatever
1: it was. Crazy. Yeah, and people don't Crazy. people don't understand that that that's going to catch up with us very soon, and okay. it's it's starting to as we can see. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's starting to now, but I look at Bitcoin, but is Bitcoin a gold? Is it a is it a, a value of like storage? Do you save it or do you utilize it and spend it? What do you do with it? Because anytime I've had my hands on, well, I can't save I can't save anything. I'm horrible. I need to do better. But I'm saying for yeah. the, for the person, let's just say they're throwing. Let's let's just say they're putting in 50 bucks a week. They're uh, averaging in $50 a week or $100 mm-hmm. every paycheck. W- are they putting it into Bitcoin? Are they putting it in Ethereum? And are, are they using it as a store of value or are they utilizing it to purchase things?
1: What do you think? Um, currently, it's a store of value. I actually have a mowing client that pays me in Bitcoin. So it's oh, kind of cool. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, currently, um, Yes, store value. It's, very, it's still speculative, um, you know, because not everyone's using it. Um, it still follows, you know, if, if the stock market goes up, it's going to go up. If it goes down, Bitcoin's going to go down as well. Um, it's not its whole separate entity still. It's still just this kind of speculative thing that a lot of people think. And it's just such a good idea um, because it was born after the 2008 financial crisis. That is the reason Bitcoin was born and was made. Um, and so, yeah, um, I think in the future, you know, I, I fully believe that crypto is going to be a, a very large part of our future. Yeah. So um,
0: I think anybody who's a whole coiner is going to be like the elite class of investor. Yeah. But I've been saying that off and on for years. And obviously I don't even truly believe it because you could look at my actions. I still rather have fiat then I would mm-hmm. rather, you know, and, and that's my own fault. I haven't set myself up financially. I've made a ton of bad mistakes. I'm trying to fix it now as we go on. Yeah. So like, it's always now is the best time, but uh, you know, but when are we, we going to get away from Fiat? I feel like it's going to happen sooner rather than later, but I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think the biggest thing will be like, like the thing, the weirdest thing thinking about it now is like, Going to the store, are you really going to see something that's going to be worth point zero 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 one two eight whatever Bitcoin? Like, how how are you going to know how much that's really worth? So I think figuring that out. I know they're coming out with like Bitcoin Cash and like you know other cryptocurrencies are meant for stuff like that. Like Ethereum is more meant for purchasing and stuff like that.
0: Well, with with Bitcoin. Bitcoin's people say it's so volatile, but it's really not. A bitcoin's always worth a bitcoin. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. I don't think I don't think that's mm-hmm. where a lot of people understand that. It's it's not volatile at all. Uh, our the fiat is is volatile. That's what goes up and mm-hmm. down with the rate of inflation. So Bitcoin's always going to be worth a bitcoin. Um, I look at a, a lot of like. This, you mentioned the Satoshi's and like breaking it down. You know, there's a lot of people who have no idea about cryptocurrency at all. Maybe they've barely yep. heard the term or word Bitcoin. But I think this is going to happen so fast. It feels like I'm late to Bitcoin. Here, that this. this is yeah, me too. I'm, <laughs> rambling. I'm rambling like crazy because I can't gather my thoughts.
1: No, you're good.
0: Bitcoin. I feel like I'm late to, but realistically. No one's, we're not even in the second inning if this was a baseball game. I don't think. And it's already, it's, I thought for sure it was going to hit a hundred thousand this year. I thought for sure. But then, but then again, now I'm thinking maybe we're going to stick in this bear market for another year or so. I
1: could
0: be wrong. I don't know.
1: Now, that's also, yeah, that's interesting that so a Bitcoin is worth a Bitcoin. So in that aspect, it is not volatile. But you know, as long as people are comparing it to the dollar, it's going to be volatile. Because, like, I mean, it's a stock, a stock. A stock is a stock, but, you know, stocks can be volatile. It's just whatever people are willing to pay for them.
0: Right. But that's so I, between Bitcoin versus a stock for a while. And I see, I can understand why the government wants to do all of what it wants. To, I, I can see why the SEC wants to uh, do what it's wanting to do. Because mm-hmm. people are treating Bitcoin as a store of value, but they're also treating it like a stock where the price goes up and down. People sell yeah. it when it goes up. Versus everybody just hodling everything that they have or, or utilizing it in the world. But I look at uh, Venezuela or other places. Yeah. They're, not, they're not using it as a store of value. They're using it as a currency, which it's a, it's a currency. It's not a store of value.
1: Yes, it's… But maybe I'm wrong. So, yes and no. Bitcoin specifically, you know, it's got you know 21, 22 million, I can't remember the exact number, but like a very like specific amount that can ever be mined in existence. Right.
0: Um
1: in in that aspect, it is kind of a store of value because it's it's kind of I've I've kind of uh explained it in my YouTube videos as Bitcoin is gold. Because you know, only a certain amount can be mined. It's 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 more of a precious metal, something you kind of hold on to. Um something like Ethereum is more like oil, something that can be traded more. Um something that there's a there's a lot more that can continue to be pumped out of the ground over and over and over um so yeah, if that makes a little bit more sense um
0: I agree with that I like ethereum I like ethereum what they're doing uh the only place I really see a lot of it on is when people buying like and and i and I'm wrong but like people the only place I see it is people buying like nFTs or people earn yeah. money whether through its uh to the lightning lightning network and in different places um I don't think we're gonna see i i love i love I, we're, we're going into another, like the industrial revolution happened so fast. You know, the people mm, living in it yep. didn't realize that they were going through such a change, but that took place over a, a scale of 50 to 75 years. Yeah. We're going to, I don't even think we've really started into where we're going. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And that's, you know, the. I think a better comparison to it would be the dot-com boom. Okay. Like right when, like, like, like the late nineties, um, you know, I mean, obviously, I was born in 98. This is just from readings and, you know, like a bunch of research I've done. But, you know, late 90s, people were saying, you know, the Internet's a fad. Um, You know, it's just a small thing that's going to come and go. You can't buy books on the Internet or that's stupid. Now Amazon, (laughs) Um, you know. Yeah. And then it just took over the world. And that's, you know, that's a really short time period, too. You know, It, it took over the world. I mean. Fairly shortly, like within a decade, the internet has completely took over the world. Um, I think things and information move so fast nowadays. I think I think cryptocurrency is coming a lot sooner than we think.
0: With Web3 and uh, you got to think of Polkadot is one of my favorite things on mm-hmm. Web3 right now. Uh, uh, Cardano is amazing, but I don't know why they, you know, it is what it is. But I think Web3, yeah. when people fully grasp web three and i'm talking about the lay american just the average everyday blue collar american i i still think we're a little bit away that's why i've that's why i've kind of shrugged my feet on investing because i have money in my pocket i need to spend it i'm one of them people yeah it's an issue that i have that i'm (laughs) but like what do you think of web three do you think ethereum 2.0 is ever going to come out
1: i mean it's been supposed to come out for a while (laughs) yeah So, Um, see the weird thing about these cryptocurrencies is that people you know they're open source which in 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 coding terms means that it's free for anybody to make changes to to improve on it's not you know a company people aren't hiring developers to work on this stuff it's just people like like developers like me i can get on and on on my computer and work on ethereum if i wanted to i don't really know how i've never dove into that but Essentially, yeah, so just random long hair coin. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> <would be> awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's just yeah, I don't know. It's it's just a whole different game, and people like even me, I'm still trying to grasp it. Like, yeah,
0: it's it's scary. <laughs> what do you think of like um, what do you think of the whole Web three and, and crypto versus like a stocks and, and for the average lay investor, the average moron like myself. Let's say only. Let's say I can only cost average in twenty. To, let's say I can cost average in fifty dollars a week. Now, would mm-hmm. you say throw it into the market, or would you say throw it into Bitcoin, Ethereum, Polkadot, something? If you believed, it, like, let's say, if I truly believed in Polkadot, I would throw it. in B- Yeah. Like, let's just say cryptocurrency or stock. Just
1: crypto. So, I mean, I'm a financial advisor, so don't take right, all my right, advice. Right. right, right, right. Um, personally and like what a, i know a lot of people do is um keep a small holding in crypto something like 10 15 percent of everything that you have invested like don't put everything into crypto that's dumb
0: <laughs> i seen this uh <laughs> this guy he yoloed into a dogecoin uh dogecoin millionaire on uh, his youtube channel oh yeah
1: yeah and yeah, awesome.
0: <laughs> he yoloed everything he, t- he borrowed and everything and then it popped last April, I think. Is when uh, the yeah he took April or May, <laughs> and then he sold everything. Yeah, he made like two two point two million or something. Which that that's uh that's not gonna happen for. <laughs> almost, yeah, everybody so thought Shiv. so everybody let's Shib was gonna do that.
1: Let's say that yeah. Let's make the disclaimer that you will see all of the success stories, but you will not see the people that get absolute, right. absolutely drained of their life savings. Right. Story, um, you don't hear those stories. So yeah, I mean, personally for me, I'm, you know, 10% in on, uh, or it's, it's like in between 10 or 15% of my whole portfolio is on, on crypto. And then I kind of just split that up between Bitcoin, right. Ethereum, and some other ones I like. Um, and other than that, you know, I'm, I'm into real estate as well. Um, this house I actually just bought in October is a duplex. So I'm living on one side. I have a roommate and I'm renting out the other side. So basically my whole mortgage is covered. That, see, um, that
0: right there is brilliant because I was going to do that with my last, before I moved here, I, I owned my own little trailer, but it was such a hassle that where it was just easier for me to just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But yeah, buying a home, utilizing your credit for something good. But then again, yeah, you know, but like if you get into houses, flipping houses, a buddy of mine does that and. And he does really, he he had like a, a pretty decent credit score with, he didn't have barely make any money, but now mm-hmm. he invested it and it don't really work all the time, but he bought a duplex style house and he has two renters. And now he's looking to buy an apartment complex. It's it's like,
1: oh, that's cool.
0: 20 units or something. It's <clears> like 10 stacked up. It's pretty nice. He's looking at it. It's going to cost quite a bit. So he's trying to take a little loan bigger, but like what he's doing, I'm just like, dude, like I never would have thought you're, yeah. You know what I mean? That's In like.
1: Awesome. I really encourage everyone to get into real estate. Like real estate's probably like one of the most powerful tools you can use for investing. Uh, I mean it's literally like like a tangible thing you can have. Like like a stock is like yeah it's it's a it's a share of a company but it's not it, it's not a home that you can live in and have other people live in. Like everyone needs a home to live everyone
0: in. Everyone needs a haircut, everyone needs their grass cut,
1: everybody Yeah. Needs a home. Yeah. And, like, I listen to, um, actually, (laughs) yeah. so this kind of ties in. So, like, every time I would drive back on the weekends, um, like, to Moa from from school, um, I'd always be listening to podcasts, just filling my brain with information. And I got hooked on what's called the Bigger Pockets podcast. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, It's basically the, like, the biggest real estate investing podcast. You know, they talk about anything and everything you can think of real estate wise so that's kind of how i really got my knowledge on real estate investing it was just you know just just listen to that stuff and it's it's free like yeah shoot, you can find free stuff anywhere like you shouldn't be paying for for stuff like that um i 100
0: you know. agree that's why i was saying in a video that's going to be coming out in a couple days i talk about gurus and mentors and life coaches like there's so much free information out there if you want to learn the best way of learning is falling on your face but uh, yeah second of that just Talking to people who genuinely care. There's so much content out there that people can have. And yeah, yeah, I I didn't know you was into the uh, the stock market game. Like a lot of people, like I say, like yeah, I'm, I'm big
1: time in it. <laughs>
0: I, I I love it. I am. Um, I used to follow. It's addicting. It's super addicting. Which I had to sell some stuff. But it is what it is. Like I like I say, I got into the. Well, let me let me ask you this. What do you think of the the stock the the stonks? Where like
1: GameStop.
0: <laughs> GameStop. stuff like that where a community of people can get on Reddit and decide to buy share sell in bulk. Like they're the yeah. biggest hedge fund. The Wall Street Bets is the biggest hedge fund we've ever seen, but they're going against uh BlackRock. They're going against all these other yeah, massive Yeah. They're not allowed to do that. Or or are they?
1: It's Yeah, kind of so weird thing. So I I was kind of on that boat. I was, uh, as that thing was was going on, I was watching Wall Street Bets. I had like, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks in GameStop. I, I think I made like a couple hundred bucks in a couple of days. But um, yeah, Wall Street Bets is a very, um, you know, you, you, if you follow what people do in that subreddit, like you are either making a crap load of money in a short amount of time or you're losing your life savings. Yeah. It's that's
0: so, that's so true. I
1: don't like I just threw a couple hundred bucks in GameStop to have some fun with it and to watch it as it was going absolute nuts. Yeah. Um true, honestly I'm not I'm not into Wall Street Bets. I'm not into stonks or whatever. Right. Um I'm into you know buying something and holding it until I retire because it's yeah. gonna make me a crap load of money.
0: That's, see, that's smart. A lot of people was trying to YOLO in a ship, and I and I have a close family member who put quite a bit of money into ship. And I'm like,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: careful because this isn't uh ETH 2.0. This isn't, yeah. good, but they were convinced, so but they're still convinced, whatever. It is um uh, it is a beautiful thing because we got to lay Americans. When I say lay, I mean average. We got to lay Americans yes. who never who never understood or had the opportunity to understand what the stock market is now we got this thing of what we got reddit twitter facebook youtube we got every guy and anybody who's anybody can go and look at this information Mm -hmm. and it's a little sketchy right now so we have people average americans that are yoloing stuff that they shouldn't do but it's a good thing at the same time because yeah those are sad stories but if i'd have told you 20 years ago if I'd have told you 40 years ago that you as just a regular factor worker, don't worry about a pension. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. 401k. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Here's what you could do. And you can walk, you can utilize your money, your spare change, and you can put it in here, here and here. And then Mm -hmm. five years, you you know what I mean? It was just so far away from the average American. It was only for the, the business and the suits and the people with the, it's so beautiful to look back and see like, the education that the average American could have today, the, the colleges are going to lose. Now you don't yeah, need to just, go to college and spend a hundred. Just the
1: wide, yeah, just the widespread of information we have nowadays is absolutely insane. Like you can learn,
0: it's dangerous, but it's beautiful.
1: Everything, everything I learned in college, I could have easily learned online. Look that stuff up, watch courses, whatnot. The only nice thing about college is it's very structured. That's the only thing that's really nice about it. And that you have somebody to ask questions to. Otherwise, the information is freely available. I wouldn't have honestly gone to K State. I would have gone to like a trade school or some small two year college, but I got most of my school paid for it. So that was cool.
0: Yeah. So what's your, uh, we can go on for this for hours. So let's, uh, what's life now after YouTube kind of popped? What, 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 where are you going to go? Where are you taking your, uh, where are you going to take SB mowing YouTube channel? What's your goal with it right now?
1: Yeah. So it kind of ties in line with my business, SB mowing, um, you know, weekly lawn care, um, just business stuff. Um, I'm my guys actually want to work a lot more this year. So I'm getting it to where I'm working myself out of the weekly maintenance stuff. Um, You know, I'll, I'll still be, you know, working on like, Fixing stuff, fixing stuff in the business, changing blades, doing maintenance on my mowers. I like doing all that stuff. Right. Um. But I did just buy a second truck, and I'm also getting a ramp rack. And oh. potentially hustler mowers soon. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe um, I'll
0: buy a hustler mower. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> see, I, yeah, anyway, yeah, okay. So you plan on keep, but, you're going to continue to make the the? Are you going to only do the the continuing your similar style? Or are you going to do some vlogging as well?
1: you know i don't I feel so awkward vlogging. I feel like there's there's a lot better people out there that can vlog and can talk about business than I can um, I don't know. I may eventually get to that, but I'm just gonna stay with what with what's working for me right now. And that's just going out knocking on doors, mowing grass for people in need.
0: real quick, what do you think about door knocking versus? ED, EDM or uh, hanging flyers or something. What do you think of the door-to-door sales? What do you think about that?
1: Real quick. Um it's way better than EDM. Um I did EDM for the first time this year ever and I spent like that's a lot. Of uh, I I think I spent like $2,000 or something. Oh god. Yeah. And I mean I've got you know a, a decent amount of calls from it but I think I've secured like two weekly mowing clients from it, which I don't know, should pay pay that off. Maybe actually it should make me a bit more than that, but it wasn't really worth the hassle. Hmm. Um, Door knocking is great. Um, I haven't done a lot of door knocking. The only door knocking that I do is once I get clients, I knock on the neighbors, Um, you you know, because... Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, once you've got like a client, if you can get two or three clients to where you don't have to like load up your trailer, you just ride your mower two houses down and do it right there. Oh, that's where you make the money. Like that is where the profit comes in. Um, You can get you know three yards done in the time that you get uh, one and a half done or whatever. Um, But yeah, my main advertising since I've started my business is I think I'm I may have told you this in the live, but is joining a bunch of local buy, sell, trade groups. Um, I think I'm in like 20 or 30 of them. And, you know, once a week, I'll just post a picture of me on my mower, giving it a thumbs up and saying, Hey, I'm a, I'm a local guy in town. i um, taking on some mowing clients in, in this area. Let me know if you're interested. And man, I get such a good response from that. And, you know, there's thousands of people in those groups, like those groups, I think the biggest group I'm in probably has like 80,000 people. The smallest is maybe like 5,000 people. And I, you know, on Facebook, you can just add one post in the Facebook marketplace and then you can select all the groups that you want that post to show up in. So you're just making one post and then checking 20 groups to add it to. And 300,000 people are potentially going to see your free post that you're not paying for.
0: People tell you to like, nah, you can't do that here.
1: You know, there, there's been like just a couple of groups that are real strict with stuff like that. But I think coming across is you know this this local college kid that was was just trying to look for work. Um,
0: yeah, there's there's nothing wrong. Yeah, I can't. okay. Yeah,
1: I, um, and I think a lot of them would be kind of against it if I came in like like super like big business branding, um, big business marketing. Like, oh SB Mowing, we're this big company in Wichita that that wants to do work for you like i don't think that (laughs)
0: right you come off as a kind yeah okay i see what you're saying so yeah you're finding
1: that i just i just come across as a as a local neighbor who's grown up in wichita that is building a small business and you know if if you need work i'm here for you so um yeah i get a lot of people like that dude
0: are you gonna are you gonna add on some of the uh soft washing and pressure washing to your regular business route as upsells
1: yeah yeah I think i'll I'll upsell the uh see there's it'll mostly be just yeah house washing roof washing for the soft washing stuff um none of the concrete's dirty around here right. n- none of it um
0: if you was to sell flat surface flat work it'd probably it'd have to be really bad but most of it's not bad at all then
1: Does yeah the so yeah, almost yeah. all of its suburb. So,
0: yeah. So the, definitely, the definitely the money's there. So, man, I I really appreciate uh, coming on and and uh, sharing your story, talking a little bit. Better. Yeah, it was, it's been fun. Think.
1: We've had some good conversations, so. yeah,
0: and that's what I like about it. That's because uh, you never know. I would have never known you're into a lot of. I, I've asked, I've asked different people about uh, crypto and investing, and most people don't know. So it was kind of refreshing yeah. to hear someone and actually. <laughs> Uh, got an idea of it and I got the link for your channel. I won't share it with anybody, but I'll definitely check it out until you're ready because I yeah I'm sure you're good at it. But I proceed anything any last words for uh, before we uh, do the outro?
1: No, I don't think so. but well yeah I think the biggest takeaway that people should have uh, just you know people can go listen to lawn care podcast and learn a ton about lawn care and how you own your business. Um I think the biggest takeaways is- You know, um, have fun with it, be happy, um, figure out what is important in your life, um, your kids, your wife, your family, um, the experiences that you're gonna give them and be around with them, um, and you know, hustle and everything, but but just make sure you have a good balance and that you're happy, so.
0: With that, I totally, 100% agree. And with that, Spencer S.B. Moen, I definitely appreciate you guys. Uh, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit all the buttons. Y'all know how it is. Go back and check out all his videos. Hit all the like buttons. Let them play when you go to sleep. And then go back and check on the next night. Go back and check out all my videos. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Let them play all night long. We need that watch time, dog. Let's it try. helps us out. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs>
1: Whoops. Ah!